Hello and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast episode 13 of season 2 with me, Rob Linzel. And you may have noticed before I started talking that there was a little bit of an intro that isn't usually there. Now, I've decided to experiment with today's show, but what I don't know is whether what I do with today's show will add to the listening experience or subtract from the listening experience. So I would really love to hear from you if you are listening to today's show and for you to give me your feedback on whether what I've done with the show today adds to your listening experience, doesn't really change it at all, or whether it subtracts from the listening experience. And you can contact me through email, which would be hopeandcoffeepodcast at gmail.com. That's hopeandcoffeepodcast, all one word, all lowercase, hopeandcoffeepodcast at gmail.com. Just send me a short message with your feedback. I would love to hear from you. And if the overwhelming majority says that today's episode didn't have anything added to it by what I'm doing, then I will go back to what I was doing prior to this. But you don't know unless you try. So I am experimenting today and I can't wait to hear what you think. But let's push into today's episode by starting with looking at Mark chapter 12, verses 10 to 11. Have you not read the scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvellous in our eyes. So in today's episode of Hope and Coffee, episode 13 of season 2, I want to talk about The Rock. Now, for those familiar with wrestling, I don't mean Dwayne The Rock Johnson, although he is pretty cool. And I have to admit that I love the videos he's been posting online with his daughter. They are super cute. If you haven't seen them, I recommend you look them up. No, The Rock I want to talk to you about today is obviously God. Now, here in Mark's Gospel, we have Jesus talking to the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders in the temple. And whilst talking to them in parables, Jesus says this, Haven't you read these passages of scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvellous in our eyes. Now, Jesus quotes scripture to them here, quoting what to us becomes the Old Testament. And of course, what he is quoting is what is being said about him, because Jesus is the cornerstone. Now, interestingly enough, it isn't just recounted in just Mark's gospel. I've also found it in Matthew's gospel and in Luke's gospel. But I haven't yet found reference to it in John's Gospel, although feel free to correct me if I'm wrong in thinking that it's not actually there. 
However, as it is quoted from the Old Testament, it is in Psalm 118, verse 22. And Peter also quotes this in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 7, when he talks of Christ, the living stone. But as I look at this quote, telling us off the cornerstone, I am put in mind of the song Cornerstone by Hillsong, where the opening lyrics are, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. With the chorus, of course, then saying, Christ alone, cornerstone, weak made strong in the Saviour's love. Now, I don't know about you, but I need that strength from Jesus regularly when I'm dealing with the world. Jesus is the rock upon where my hope is placed. But what else does the Bible say to us about the rock? Well, let's look at 2 Samuel, chapter 22, verse 32. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? And let's also look at Isaiah, chapter 51, verse 1. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness, you who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn, and to the quarry from which you were dug. Now here in 2 Samuel chapter 22, he is looking at the song David sang to the Lord when he was delivered from the hands of his enemies. And it actually starts like this. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. But then we get to verse 32 and David is asking all who listen, for who is God besides the Lord and who is the rock besides God? What's interesting here is that Samuel is quoting what we now see as the Old Testament and a Psalm of David and it's used as an example of how David has 100% confidence in God as his rock, which is why he asks the question, he doesn't understand how people don't see it when it's clear to him who God is. And again, here in Isaiah, we are told that the Lord says, listen to me, you who pursue righteousness and look to seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were cut and to the quarry from which you were hewn. Now, for me, this is a clear reference to the fact that we are made in God's image and that we all know Jesus is the cornerstone. But let's just go a little bit further in exploring the rock and what else the Bible says. And let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 32, verses 3 and 4. proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God. The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are justice. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he. And let's also look at Psalm 18 verse 2. The Lord is my rock 
and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. So here in Deuteronomy, written by Moses, we are told, I will proclaim the name of the Lord before going on to say he is the rock, his works are perfect. And again, we see in Psalm 18, David proclaims the Lord is his rock and his fortress and his deliverer. God is his rock in whom he takes refuge. In fact, Psalm 18 is the Psalm which Samuel is looking at in chapter 22, which we were just looking at. And it puts me in mind of a song I'm quite fond of right now, called God My Rock by Brenton Brown. And the opening line of that song goes like this. When my heart is overwhelmed, I will look to you alone. God my rock, God my rock, God my rock. And when it goes into the chorus, it says this. You are the strength of my heart. You are the strength of my heart. I can rely on you. I can rely on you. It's a great song. I love this song. It's, it's becoming one of my favourites right now. And it really sums up what I'm trying to say today about God being our rock. However, before I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, there are still a couple of verses that I would like to look at. And the next one up is Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 to 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting for forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now here we join Jesus in the desert, following his 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, and we're told that he is hungry. Possibly the biggest understatement of the entire Bible. And the devil comes along to try and tempt him. And he says to Jesus, if you're the son of God, tell these rocks to turn into bread. But Jesus famously answers him, man cannot live on bread alone. But how does this relate, I hear you ask? I know it mentions rock, but not God as the rock. So where am I going with this? Quite simple. We all face temptation. And unlike Jesus, we are not perfect. So we need to have a firm foundation to our faith to live righteously. We need to build on the rock that is Jesus. And I use this temptation of Christ as an example for Jesus is the rock, fully man and fully God, able to resist the temptation of the devil. So I say again, we must have a solid foundation to our faith as we walk the path according to Christ, as we try 
to follow in his footsteps. But now let's bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close by looking at a couple more verses, starting with Matthew 16, verse 18. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And let's also look at Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. So then, anyone who hears these words of mine and obeys them is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain poured down, the rivers flooded over, and the wind blew hard against the house. But it did not fall, because it was built on rock. But anyone who hears these words of mine and does not obey them is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain poured down, the rivers flooded over, the wind blew hard against that house, and it fell. And what a terrible fall that was. Now here we have the moment Jesus tells Peter he is the rock. That's Peter is the rock. And upon this rock I will build my church. Now Peter had his ups and downs in his journey with Jesus. Not least of all that moment where he denied Jesus three times. Yet he was a man of great faith. And here we see the prelude to Peter's involvement in the early church. Jesus saying Peter is the rock upon which he will build his church. And it is Peter on the day of Pentecost who addresses the crowds after the Holy Spirit had descended and the crowds were amazed that they could understand one another and they were all talking in each other's languages. It is Peter here who is instrumental to the mass conversions which occurred at Pentecost because he stepped up to speak as Christ would have done had he been there. And so we come to Matthew chapter 7 which I looked at in episode 10 of season 2 and it is an example of wisdom which is what I was talking about in episode 10. Yet it's also Jesus once again saying that he is the rock. That if you are wise you will listen to him and build upon the rock. If you aren't wise, if you're foolish, then you will ignore what is said and you will build upon the sand and your house will fall down. The foundations aren't strong. And I don't know about you, but I want to be wise and I want to build my house upon the rock so I too can stand firm in the face of temptation. So I'm going to bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close and I'm going to, as always, leave you with a challenge. Make God your rock. And if that means that you need to get rid of some things from your life, if you can look at your life and go, actually, I've ignored part of Jesus' teaching. I haven't got a firm foundation. Get rid of those things. Just do it. It's what I have been doing in my journey as I've been going through it. 
Now, I'm going to pray in a moment. But before I pray, I just want to say, do stay tuned at the end of this episode, because I will be putting on the song God My Rock by Brenton Brown, which I hope you will love as much as I do, if you haven't already heard it. So let us pray. Father God, I just want to thank you that you are always true that you are always there, that you are a firm foundation, you are the rock, you are my rock, and I want to build my faith and my life upon the firm foundation that is your love and your guidance. And Father God, I just pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ that we would have the courage to get rid of those things that make us foolish, that stop us having that firm foundation, so that we may become stronger in you. In Jesus' name, Amen.
Jesus, I trust in you. 